I've come to feed the hounds. You should have fed them while they were alive. I couldn't get back until now. It was all torn up when you died. Hey, little Dora. She is not Dora. When I found them, they were nearly starved. They leapt at me. I couldn't keep them down. I, I got away, but, but my heart... My heart! I'm sorry, Giles. Why didn't you feed the hounds? The barber! Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. Sup, blowholes! It's <laughs> Melissa. And this is episode 82. We're talking the worst five Are You Afraid of the Darks mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. We're halfway through Podtober. Yeah. And, um, yeah, last year we did our favorite episodes. Yeah. This yeah. seemed like a good... <laughs> companion <laughs> yeah check out though even though it was kind of tough for me uh, not I mean, as easy as i thought it would be yeah. which is a testament to i think the actual show yeah. that they're pretty well written no but i think uh the fact there's factors there's factors yeah. that make a lesser are you afraid of the dark i find i agree and we kind of like, mutually agreed among us that we were sticking to the first five seasons uh the original midnight society yeah. Gary's Midnight Society. (laughs) Wait, did we do that? Because I did not do that. You're lying again. (laughs) I promise you, I did not do that. Oh, well, we we said you could if you wanted. Well, Joe made it sound like it was a little wishy-washy. You said, we'll see what kind of mood I'm in. So I I was in the mood to put one from one of the later later seasons That's good. Uh, That's fine. I I don't think we did. No. Because I think the consensus was it would be all six and seven. And I'm just not even... I would have to rewatch them now. I'm not familiar enough with most of them to remember them. Yeah. So I just feel like I'll be harder on them. Yes. Uh, And I, I have a question. Is there a reason why those later episodes are so different from the first five? Yeah, I think DJ McHale might have even mentioned it. Like, the people that were working on it changed a little bit. and uh, Different writers. Just, they had, like, a okay. different direction for the show, kind of. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It feels a little more aggressive. There has yeah. to be some sort of explanation <laughs> for why they're so bad. Yeah, they're just weird. Yeah. Very yeah. different. Very different, mm-hmm. yeah. And the Midnight Society stinks. <laughs> the Tucker. Tucker Ugh. years. Ugh. Yeah. Bad. Um, but speaking of Are You Afraid of the Dark, there is a little bit of news regarding the release of the movie next year. Mm-hmm. So they've given a release date, um, which is October 11th, 2019. Mm-hmm. So we are less like we are less <laughs> than a year away from uh, the Are You Afraid of the Dark movie. As we mentioned a long time ago, the guy that they kind of appointed to write the screenplay, his name's Gary Doberman, who wrote, uh, well, by that time we'll have written both parts of It. Uh, the the relaunch. Uh, he gave a quote recently when they asked him about it, and he said this. Uh, he says, It is a completely original story I came up with, but it still has the Midnight Society, and it still has a campfire. It's still a story being told. Uh, he said that the show is so important to me. I didn't want to age it down too much because, for its time, it had some really disturbing episodes and some really dark episodes. 
Not every story the Midnight Society told ended with happily ever after, or a person learning their lesson, and it will never happen again. I really embraced that side of things, and I think it's been a long time. I think fear is healthy for kids. I don't think we have to always sand down the edges of things, and that's something I really wanted to do with Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think it is scary, and I think kids will be scared watching it at times, and also they'll laugh at times. I think it's got a great message. I think it's got a great heart to it, but it's still scary. I think that's great. I think it's going to open it up to a wider audience. Uh, so that's what he has to say about it. So an original story, I think, is the big news there. Yeah, I like the sound of the whole thing. I mean, he sounds like he's invested in it. Yeah. Um, and they must kind of plan on this being semi-big to not, I mean, to have him aboard writing it now yes um, yeah so i hope i hope it's a theatrical release rather yeah than a, i didn't even think to of tv yeah. movie but uh well uh, of course keep our eye on that um but we're gonna jump right into it we do have a special call that today so stay tuned after our list we're gonna call a longtime listener and friend of the show um but that'll be fun yeah uh you want to kick us off sure man this was tough especially the the um once i started getting to the five spot like yeah. at the, or the bo- really bottom ones were easier but a lot of competitors for that edge of the list yeah yeah could have easily done like last year s- seven <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. yeah um i finally landed on whispering walls hmm. for number five really? season Ooh. two episode eight <laughs> <laughs> right out the gates right <laughs> um it's i like things about it like i like the uh haunted house feel of it that's cool but it just feels a little directionless and the story doesn't really make sense yeah um can you give us a quick rundown of what it's about um it's i remember it this babysitter that takes these kids to i'm not even the middle of nowhere yeah (laughs) this haunted house basically and there's multiple haunted places in this town or whatever that they go to and eventually the babysitter gets trapped in the haunted house and the kids have to kind of save her. Yeah, they're trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. There's a there I was as I was watching I realized there's a lot of are you afraid of the darks where the kids are just running from place to place kind of being chased yeah. until they figure out what to do <laughs> and those are usually lesser yeah. type episodes. And the uh, villain was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, it's I like this get up theatrical. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Hello. Anyone here? This place is creepy. I'm gone. Shut that door! I loathe drafts. Sorry, we don't mean to bother you, but we're lost. Lost? You're precisely on time. We're looking for Highway 9 to Victor Heights. Highway 9. You've strayed quite far. He was a, what would you describe him? What era? Um, the 40s? I guess. 30s? Kind of a old. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think it's okay to spoil it was the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're listening, we're going to spoil these. So. Um, and that was okay, I guess. I just didn't... I just wasn't thrilled. It was a yeah. ghost episode, which mm-hmm. can be good, but I felt like there's some other episodes that did it better. Okay. 
that to me that's like a middling episode not, right definitely not i mean you know i respect <laughs> it's on your list <laughs> but it seems like it should be more towards the middle maybe there's definitely plenty more i'd watch i'd wa- want to watch less than that one I found when it came down to it, it was really hard to pick out the ones that I didn't want to rewatch when if they came on. Yeah, I mean even mm-hmm. this one. I'm happy to I'm watch not them. Upset to watch. Yeah. It. yeah, and boy did we watch a lot to prepare for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a part time job. You said this week you were you came home from work, you ate dinner. That was it, and then my night was <laughs> yeah. just watching bad Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. Yeah, I went to bed at two thirty a.m. last night. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, we put, a lot, of, we put a lot of work in Everything for the it. podcast. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I, the one thing I do like about that episode are the set pieces, like the houses um, between the tavern and the actual haunted house. Yes. Um, I thought those were pretty the well done. The haunted house looks nice The kids inside. weren't great. Yeah. The kids weren't great. And I just thought <laughs> the story didn't totally flow. Yeah. It was just... Yeah. Okay. Didn't, I still like it. <laughs> I don't think but, there's going to be, like, whispering wall fans coming yeah, yeah. after you. I would, I would just relax. I'm still uh, <laughs> arguing. I mean, still arguing it with myself, kind I, of. Yes, I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Melissa, what's your number five? Okay, my number five. Well, I'll tell you, this was hard for me. I had to, I created, a, um, like, a scale. I wrote down every, categories of what I hated about a lot of them. So I had plot holes. I had conclusion. I had the acting and the mm. characters. Oof. There were quite a few. Acting's a big one. Yes. Yeah. And from one through three, every episode I didn't like was on that scale. So I tried to stick with how awful I thought all these were I in appreci- terms of those categories. I appreciate that you came up with a formula, though. That's um. It took me yeah, a long time. It's scientific. Yes. <laughs> this is a the most scientific list. I told you it was a job. It was another job for me to do this. So number five was The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, wow. Yes. Really? I also okay. dislike that okay. episode. See? <laughs> Terrible. And as I was watching them, I even jotted down what I was thinking at the time so I could share it with you. Good. <laughs> I, w- I want you to read it line by line. <laughs> Do not deviate. If you don't remember what this is about, I stole the IMDb description from all of them. <laughs> so, Dean, a troubled student, awakens an ancient, secret, hidden in the school... I didn't read that correctly, but that's what it's about. No, yeah, yeah. So this teacher has a bunch of ancient artifacts <laughs> sitting out on a counter in a high school classroom. Yeah. That does, I think it's the plot How did they get access? That, like, yeah. ridiculous. The, I think I that can overlook that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Okay. A girl was out of her mind in the pool, so the school closed the pool, and it hasn't been opened ever since. Because a girl was acting crazy in there? That doesn't really make much sense to One me. time's enough. Yes. Yeah. And Dean's acting and enunciation of his words drives me crazy. Also did not like Dean. It was like... Especially when he became like kind of possessed yes. by the sorcerer. The way he spoke drove me crazy. <laughs> and Chlorine? <laughs> Chlorine? That kills the villain? How fortunate! <laughs> How fortunate they were to learn that nightshade is dissolved by chlorine. <laughs> this guy isn't powerful enough to beat the chlorine. I don't just it, a bunch of BS. There's a couple episodes where you have like century-old 
you know, villains mm-hmm. who, who like the way to defeat right. them is like, what? <laughs> this it's is, this so is taking a hundred years to figure out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome, Goth, ruler of the Nether Realm. I have waited centuries for an apprentice such as you, young one. The acolytes have been gathered. We are ready. Excellent. There is one final task to be performed before I am freed from this infernal dimension of darkness. I await your command. Before the moon rises tonight, you must gather the nightshade and prepare the cauldron. The mystic vapors must be released. The cauldron will be prepared. Do this, my young apprentice, and all that you desire shall be yours. And the power of the universe will be mine. <laughs> um, I definitely feel what you don't like about it, and I don't disagree, but I think we kind of saved it for me, at least as a kid, was the um, ancient Egypt like theme. Oh. I kind of liked that as a kid. I liked how the goth character yeah. uh, looked in the He end, did kinda. look spooky. I One of them was scariness, mm-hmm. and that only got a one. Because yeah. that yeah. guy was pretty spooky yeah. looking. He was interesting looking. Mm-hmm. They used him on commercials a little bit in the 90s. Um, that's interesting, though. I think a lot about the Egypt thing, because Hollywood makes a lot of like Egyptian, yeah. that type of feel things, and I always run from those. Mm. I hate that feel. But there must be a really? huge... So, obviously, there's, like, a divide in public, which no one's talking about, <laughs> which is... Which is, which is there's people who must love Egyptian-style things, and yeah. then, like, I've always hated The Sorcerer's Apprentice because huh. it's just, like, yeah. ugh. Like, Do you like the movie The Mummy? No. Really? I, the first one? No. I thought that movie was very well done. No, I'm just not interested think, in that stuff. Um, and the music, I... The music might be a big part of it. I just hate that style yeah. music. It like makes my skin crawl. You're kind of a history buff, but you just don't like that. Well, I like history. Okay. <laughs> this really <laughs> happened. This is a <laughs> historical account. If Dean, if you're out there, feel free to contact. <laughs> it's just a mysterious period. You know, you don't know any much about it, and it all looks weird, like weirder than mm. any other time period. I feel like. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> So but you didn't like the episode. What's coming on your... No, I don't like the episode at all. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. It's not on my list actually, but um, it, is this a clue to? Do you know why it's not? Be? You know why it's not on my list? Because I also kind of had a criteria. It's a really well directed episode. Mm. It's like really crisply shot and like yeah. clean and I don't know. There's a, D, DJ McHale is a great director. I've come to find watching these episodes. Like his episodes are really well made and they're. I largely agree. Yeah. Um, he, I think maybe we don't give him enough credit as maybe a director. Yeah. yeah. So, hmm. anyway. I've never paid attention <laughs> to who's directing what and the quality, but I believe you. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> um, okay. So my, my number five, uh, I had kind of a criteria, um, but it more was just the things I kept sticking out, which was acting, um, directing, I think was a, often a problem, pacing. Yeah. huge mm-hmm. problem on certain episodes and then just is it memorable and i think a lot of the stuff that ended up on mine were ones that yes i knew it to hear it but i just never thought about it unless someone would mention it so my number five is from season five uh episode eight it is called the tale of the manaha oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
which people have reached out. They said they like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a very low rating on IMDb, which made me feel better. What was uh, the rating on that It's one? like 5.8 or 5.4, hmm. something, one of those. Um, so the, the synopsis here is that uh, older brother Lonnie, who perhaps is the biggest jerk in the history of the world. I can't go. I've got poison ivy. I can't go. I have poison ivy. What kind of wimp are you? Any kind of wimp you want me to be, just don't make me go. Put your shoes on your go. Runs a camping troop, even though his little brother Jonah actually knows more about what he's doing, largely in part to his Oscar Butts book. Um, <laughs> How to survive in the bush by Oscar Butts? I've been reading it all summer to get ready for the overnight. Anything you will need to know, you will learn from me. While in a cave, Jonah accidentally sets free an evil Indian shaman who controls a Bigfoot-like Manaha creatures. Beware. The Manaha have returned. They have once again smelled the scent of human flesh. And they hunger. You must leave this place. Forever. Uh, the shaman stepping forward and saying, beware the banaha. I feel like that's one of the most memorable parts of the episode, but it's just so, the actor is so bad. And um, as I was watching, I couldn't help but get the feel that like it's really reducing Native American culture to this Indian dude in a cave and going, there's creatures in the woods, mm-hmm. and then the kids being scared. Um, it kind of reminded me of an unfunny Salute Your Shorts mm-hmm. meets like Stephen King, but with... <laughs> No heart or fun. Um, um, I did note that <laughs> I did note that there's no girls in the episode, uh, which is un- unusual for Are You Afraid of the Dark. Um, the format is very similar to uh, Whispering Walls, which is it's pretty much kids running from location to location until they figure out what to do with the Manaha creatures. Um, the creatures themselves look really bad, uh, which could explain why they never really focus on them. Um, and then the ending is just a total mess with it's same thing as yours, just figuring out like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just control the Manaha mm-hmm. and turn it against you. Like, well, <laughs> there's no way it took till 1993 for someone to figure that out. <laughs> I agree. I watched it and I was prepared to absolutely hate it and put it on my list, but I don't know something about it. I didn't. I didn't hate it as bad as I thought I would. <laughs> I partially just like saying Manaha. It's a fuck the Manaha. <laughs> It's a funny word. They say it a lot. They do. <laughs> um, oh, I should mention. I, I don't. We didn't talk about this, but this is a Tucker story, um, and it. You know, I think a lot of his stories have that kind of brother relationship yeah. thing going on in them. Um, I, I kind of like the woods. Um, yes, but they don't do a lot with setting. it. They just. They eventually <laughs> go to this cabin, and then. There's like a huge holes in the story of then when they realize they're being hunted by the Manaha, they decide to leave the cabin and just flee into the woods, <laughs> which just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's not a stronger episode. Just. I agree. <laughs> it didn't make it to my bottom five. I think I did hate the end the most. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, I control you, and yeah. whose head was it in the whole time? Because everybody seemed to believe that they were real. Right. Well, I think that was part of it, was the belief. Ugh. You know. Uh, <laughs> we'll do a versus, and you can, you can uh, defend, defend that one. I'll have no episode. I'll just be attacking. <laughs> yeah. Every other episode will be... <laughs> 
in defense of the Manaha. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's uh, move on to four. Um, four. This is another season five episode. The Jagged Sign. Episode two. Um, it's one of these kind of really uh, sentimental ones. I mm-hmm. feel like um, <laughs> this girl comes to this home to stay for a period of time or whatever, and... Um, she gets to know the residents kind of, and gets to know this friend of that's also living there that's around her age, and they, this ghost starts following the main girl, and they end up eventually like somehow putting together the pieces and realize one of the old ladies living in the home has this whole ghost story going on. Yeah, there's this like symbol that keeps showing up, a, yeah. a dove kind of yeah. looking symbol. It becomes um, a dove, finally, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kid's kind of really emo-looking, hangs out on the cliff, <laughs> staring down at them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of these ghosts... I feel like a lot of episodes do this type of thing, like the ghost that's always looking at you from afar. A lot of dead lover ghosts. Yes, yeah. Usually teenage lover ghosts looking for their lost yeah. love, who's now like 80. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that always weirds me uh, out that at the end, the conclusion is like, this 80-year-old woman's like, oh, yes, I, <laughs> I found my 14-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> it's it's uh, unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is just the weakest one of those types of stories, and the effects are kind of mm. lame. Um, that's putting it nicely. <laughs> the effects are bad. <laughs> we watched this on our little mini vacation in the summer, and I fell asleep during it. So I did have to go back and watch it again, and it was... It almost put yeah. me to sleep again. Um, I mean, one thing in defense of it is the the sentimental aspect of it is okay. I mean, yeah. it's done all right. I kind of feel for the old lady. Yeah. And, um, but that was it. Besides <laughs> that, it's pretty much a throwaway. Yeah. I would uh, I uh, fully support that pick. That's cool. Good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My number four. The Tale of the Hungry Hounds. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> we're just reacting. <laughs> I just feel like anytime I say anything, Andrew looks at me like, really? Okay, no, no. well, I disagree um, with you. That's what he looks think, like. I'm not disagreeing. I don't think he likes that episode too much. This is from season one, and it's about two girls who go to an attic where one of them tries on a uniform that belonged to a dead relative where her spirit lives on. Okay, I wrote, hard to follow, jumps all over. Her aunt loved to ride horses. Wait, I'm not even reading my own notes right. Her aunt loved to ride horses. She finds her riding clothes. Now she is her aunt? (laughs) Now, Now she has a bone given to her from a fox with a French name? Yes. The monologue that she gives about the hounds is a snooze. <laughs> she goes on and on about those hounds. The whole episode's a snooze, to be honest. It's awful. Yeah. I called him Mon Petit Rouge, my little red one. I fed him each day. He looked at me through the cage with his little golden eyes. I know. Let's travel back to Earth now, okay? I didn't want the hounds to tear him and howling for the hunt. The day of the hunt, I got up before dawn to see Mon Petit Rouge. He 
was shivering in his cage. I opened the door, and I let him run free in the barn. The hounds could hear him, and they could smell him. They were going crazy. I know the feeling. I opened the barn door, and he seemed to smile at me. So she and the horse both died after they fell to the ground. The ghost of an of old man Giles tells her that she was supposed to feed the hounds that morning. <laughs> when he found them, they were almost starved to death. After a morning without feeding, he found them and he died too. <laughs> and then it just I wrote the ghost of the fox saves them. It doesn't make any sense. They're all over the place with this one, and it I yeah. I hated it. <laughs> this episode almost solely skates by on its production value. Right. It's really yeah. nice looking. Mm -hmm. The score, I think, is really good, but um, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's awful. Did I wonder <laughs> if um, Candace knows anything about this episode, our, one our guest? Our resident uh, uh, horse expert? Yes, yes. <laughs> I wondered that as I was watching. Like, that's yeah. the one thing I could see you kind of grasping <laughs> on, maybe. Yeah, if you really liked horses. Yeah, yeah. It is essentially an episode, because the girl does want to ride horses, but her mom mm -hmm. won't let her because right. of what happened to her aunt. Mm -hmm. So it's an episode about a girl who wants to ride horses. Yes, yeah. but she also, um, her aunt loved a fox, also. Well, naturally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, then they didn't feed the hounds. Right, right. she didn't feed the hounds yeah. one morning. <laughs> One morning. G yeah. G Giles is a reoccurring actor in Are You Afraid of the Dark? He's Old Man Corcoran, um, and uh, he... Oh, shoot. He's in one more, but... Um, is he the one in... Oh, maybe I have it wrong. I'm thinking of The Water Demons. No. Oh, no, not that one. Not that old man? Another old man? But he is always very scary looking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I liked him in this episode. That was one of the few parts that was good about it, I yeah. thought. And the steps going up into the yeah. house was really cool. Yeah, that always reminds me of, like, Pee Wee Herman or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, never mind. Are you talking about when, when she opens the door, the window to the attic? Yeah, yeah. and she walks down. That is the... just the dumbest. What? That was one of the parts. I mean, I, mean, it's I, weird. Get, it's I get that she's a ghost or whatever. I mean, if that's possible, I guess anything is possible. But you open the door to the attic, the window, and there's a stairway, like a beautiful just, stairway, all of a sudden leading out. I just think it looks cool how it's like supposed to look like it's in the middle of nowhere when I it's guess. outside. I just can't get over some of the improbable. Uh, yeah. No, it's impossible. <laughs> I can't get over it. Well, I don't think it's a particularly strong episode. Yeah. 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 Good pick. Um, okay. Uh, my number four is a season, another season five episode, wow. episode six, told again by Tucker, uh, and it is called The Tale of Prisoners Past. Mm. Um, this is a episode about uh, two stepbrothers touring a prison, uh, perhaps like an Alcatraz, like a famous type of prison, uh, and one of them is, happens to be the actor for, um, from Step by Step who played Mark, playing the exact same role, <laughs> a loser <laughs> stepbrother. Um, and they see this prisoner, uh, who we learn is named One-Eyed Jack, and they let him out of his jail cell, which doesn't really make sense if you believe he's real or if you believe him he's an actor. <laughs> I don't understand why they opened the jail cell. Um, it's another dummy, dummy. I've been called a lot of names, but dummy ain't one of them. Most coffee, One-Eyed Jack. 
something? Actor? <laughs> I made one mistake in life. Robbed the bank. But I've done my time and more. Wow, that's cute. You sell t-shirts too? A larger problem is that the main characters don't really seem scared of One-Eyed Jack, <laughs> so I kind of like the setting of the prison, but the One-Eyed Jack character doesn't seem to really impose extreme fear into them. They let him out of his cell willingly. Um, we learned that he's in jail because he's a bank robber, which doesn't really, uh, you know, it's not really spine-tingling. Um, he's not like a murderer or something. Mm -hmm. um, so instead instead of the ghost just saying what he wants, he's, he's cryptic. He says, get in my cell, and you know, the kids run away. But he just, he, here's another ghost who wants help. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he just needs a little help from some humans. Uh, and so it's kind of that whole episode of them trying to figure out what he wants. It turns out, you know, he died and uh, he was trying to escape and he died in the vent. Yeah. And nobody ever discovered his body, so he needed to be released. I kind of uh, liked that detail. Yeah, them finding it's the, interesting. them finding the skeletons yeah. was kind of like a Goonies type yeah, feel. Yeah. That was a nice moment, but, um... Overall, just kind of a boring episode. Yeah. Plays on the ghost looking, the confused lost ghost looking for help thing, not very effectively. Um, yeah, I just didn't love it. Mm -hmm. um, while we're on it, that's my number three. Oh, Preserves perfect. Past. Okay. Um, I totally agree with you on most of those points. Um, I think the episode, I remember this pretty vividly as a kid, just thinking the episode was really boring. Like yeah. It was just a slog to get to the end, um, and not very interesting getting there. Yeah. Um, there's, I guess, the prison and him getting stuck in the vent is really like my only redeeming qualities for it. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. It's just not a great. It's <laughs> just not a great episode. Um, and there are episodes that do the. Um, same ghost. Yeah, like the nice ghost thing that's like Lonely Ghost, yeah. Frozen Ghost, uh, even Fire Ghost to a degree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lots of good ghosts. <laughs> uh, Apartment 214. There's a lot of nice ghosts where it's still kind of scary and this one's just not very scary. Yeah. So. Agreed. Mm -hmm. My number three is The Tale of the Final Wish. Oh, oh, no. I knew. I knew you let's, would not agree. Let's be fair here. We like it because Bobcat's yeah, in it, yeah. not because it's a good episode. <laughs> okay. My this this one is about an adolescent girl who loves fairy tales, learns that they are not what they are cracked up to be. <laughs> IMDb does a pretty good job of these little summaries. Who gets to write them? Okay. Who gets to write them? I think they're random people, actually. I think it's kind of like and if every <laughs> Is it just majority consensus? Like, if I go there and, like, that's good enough, you just leave yeah, it? Yeah, maybe. Okay. You could write your own. You should try it. I'm wondering. Yeah. 
I just wrote, I wrote three things, and one of them I just wrote Sandman. Young miss, you're in the land of Nod, where everyone goes to dream. Land of Nod? And who are you? Uh, isn't it obvious? I'm the Sandman. And this is my home. Because I cannot stand <laughs> him. I, I, ugh, such a turn off. Mm -mm. Okay. okay, so I wrote Sandman. She runs around screaming most of the episode. She's just like, yeah, I, I, I don't know, just in into one room, into another, screaming into another room, and she can't figure out what where she is or what she's doing. And then all she had to do was knock over the hourglass. The end. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but then it was you a know, big hourglass. Yeah. Oh yeah. A little tough to push over. Right. Okay, if that's, if that's what you're going <laughs> to... If that's your argument, then that's fine. No, you're not, I, I like Bobcat. I yes. like the look of it. Like, when she's in the dreamland, I kind of like that. It feels fantasy-like, you know. It's a, just a, a dark room with fog. I fog know. So, <laughs> and in this episode... the kids floating in there, though. So. In, the, yeah. in this episode, the cool boy is into the nerdy girl, which is, like, a cool thing for... I think if you were, like, a nerdy girl in the 90s. Mm. Yeah. That was nice. That's a good point, yeah. Not enough to save it, but yeah, cool. That's why they. Okay, put, that's, like the nerdy girl. that's why they put Bobcat. Yeah, in there. Right. <laughs> I think DJ McHale has talked uh, on several occasions about how much Bobcat struggled yeah. with doing the role. Here's the scene. You took my book, clutched it to your chest, looked out at the first star, and said, "What's so wrong about wanting to live in a place where dreams come true, where you can wish upon a star? I wish I could." And I wish everybody would leave me alone. Yeah, it looked rough. Mac, I watched it with Max, my husband, and there was a point where he just started laughing, and he said, it's so obvious he forgot his line or he didn't know what to say or how to say it. Yes, it, that is exactly what DJ McHale yeah, said. Yeah, he it, could not remember his line. It was yeah. so, it was hard to watch, very hard yeah. to watch. Yeah, well, that is, it's not a great episode. No, it's really not. But he's so good that it... <laughs> Puts it up the ranks. You know? Alright. Um, even his delivery is like even more ridiculous than his usual Bobcat delivery. It's yeah. like I don't know. Maybe it's, it's great. because he it. doesn't really know. know what he's saying or maybe, when he's maybe. gonna say it. That's like there's times he goes, um uh, yeah, well, uh, like he's like he's searching for the words. That's all good. Alright. <laughs> Whatever. That was pretty good. Thanks. That's a good note to end it on, yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, my number three was the same as your number four, which is uh, season five, episode two, told by Kiki, uh, The Tale of the Jagged Sign. Um, just for a lot of the reasons you said, I said this episode's all over the place. Uh, what does the symbol mean? Who's the guy on the cliff? Why is the old lady so creepy? Teenagers hanging off of cliffs, doves, dead teenagers drawing stuff on girls' windows, bad special effects. Uh, I thought a pretty unsatisfying, like I said, a pretty unsatisfying ending. Yeah. Um, Marjorie dies, the old lady dies, and, you know, Joshua the ghost gets what he wants, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess she's been pining over him for 60 years or whatever. Boy, that's de long that's, a de that's depressing in its own... That's like a whole separate... Yeah, yeah. But that that vanishing effect they use, that special effect when <laughs> Joshua and Marjorie vanish is just maybe one of the show's worst ever. It looks really bad. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was a boring episode... Um, you know, well-meaning, yeah, yeah, but certainly not one I would... N I've seen it twice now. I don't need to see it again. Agreed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Um, well, my number two, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but Apartment 214. Are you in no, episode really? two? Way. Yep, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, number two? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe that. I mean, I like things about it. It's basically an old lady living... This girl moves into an apartment next door to an old lady who she finds out is really a ghost. And she's going to see her every day to keep her company because she's lonely. And... Oh, people know the synopsis because people love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Classic Shyamalan. Finally, the lady gets mad at the girl, and she... Yeah, she lets her have she it. She becomes an angry ghost for a few minutes and then goes back to <laughs> yeah. them having a good time. They move into her apartment. Um, it's just one of those episodes that when it comes... Like, when I... If I was watching these randomly, when I see it come around, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to watch wow, this one. really? Really? <laughs> see, it's I, just kind of... Dep- I mean... I appreciate the story, um, and it's made pretty well, but I just, it's kind of, it's too depressing for me. That's all it is for you? That's not all. It's just, it's a kind of a simple story. I don't really love the old lady's um, problem of being lonely and... You're unsympathetic to that? I I guess I don't like her getting angry because of that. She should have uh, because she, she sh- didn't come one day. I mean, she's she, been a ghost. She she's promised. Been, like she promised. I know. I know. She's living. <laughs> that was in the one day in her apartment. She can't. She. It has to be on that day. Well, it's that. It's that. Yeah. It's that feeling right. of being truly let down mm-hmm. by the one you thought you could trust. We've talked about, but this she before. has been with her so many days, so many times before. Like, she's a perfectly reliable person. She, she specifically said she needed her that day. Yeah, I understand. It was a very I important. Uh, I also day. think that episode. <laughs> but the girl was struggling with her own life, her own real life. Oh, going to concerts. This lady could with wait there forever. Well, to get friends, you know, to have friends and yeah. spend time. She with had her. a friend. I think then. the show does treat that pretty delicately. I also think the show does a great job of building the tension because even when they get there, the like the apartment's there. It's been left empty, right? Mm. And then all of a sudden, there's this woman there, which is creepy in its own right. Um, that was always just an episode that it could have, to me, been terribly wrong, but it just... I think they made it well, Yeah. and it went well. It turned out well, but um, I, it's just not for me. Mm, boy. <laughs> you broke your promise. You're just like my nephew. Please don't hurt me. I waited for you all day. You didn't come. I'm sorry. Could you do this to me? It kept me guessing to the end. Like the end, you're like, how is this going to conclude? What's the issue here? And then it didn't really conclude. I mean, she was scary for a moment. She became part of their family. She moved in with them. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. That's amazing. What a kind thing to do, to invite a ghost into your home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Um... I don't, uh, I don't know. I think I think it. I think this and you picking the big ear of corn number one and all that. I think you'll come to regret that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> number two. My number two is the tale of the unexpected visitor. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I watched it for consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? What? It's not on your list. It's not. The second half of the episode probably could be. That's enough for me. So this tale is about two teenage boys who contact aliens 
through a computer where they arrive to meet their communicators. I didn't write that. That's actually not a very good description. So I wrote, not scary. Spider webs? How does dumb friend know that a high note opens the tubes in the alien Huge spaceship? Huge problem. That doesn't make any Huge. sense. Yep. And when I got here, Andrew was watching Bill and Ted. He reminds me of that. He's just dumb. What came out first? He, they had to have drawn off of Bill and Ted for this kid. When I was making notes for the episode when it was mm. in consideration, I wrote that that one kid is like Bill and Ted put together. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Top secret? Unpuke believable. Well, believe it. Because tonight, it's going to get us this. World War Four, Battle of the Century. And we're pulling it down for free. Yes! He was just so annoying. I didn't like the way he talked. What do you say? Like, play, play a D-sharp. Yeah. <laughs> It'll open the tubes, dude. Bobby. Are you okay? The air's bad in your man. You gotta get us out. Cover up. It's music, Jeff. What? They do everything in tones. If you play D sharp, the tubes will open. D sharp? Okay, you got it. Hang on. Hurry. Watch out for those webs. He really drove me crazy. And then I also wrote computer program to communicate with aliens and to locate the spaceship and its distance from Earth is kid friendly. Like, how does this kid know what, how to do it, what it means? He's like, I, I just, I don't, that doesn't make any sense. I'll just leave it there. Ending is awful. Music played into space said we are toys and the episode ends with a terrible song where they just say we are not toys over and over and over. <laughs> it's You didn't think it was kind of like I kind of like that twist of the signal going to a little kid, alien kid in space and thinking, "Oh, I'm going to go play with these toys which are humans." It's kind of like a weird sadistic twist. What do you want? I came to take my child home. He came to your planet when he heard your message. That's our song. In our language, that means we're toys. He came to play with toys. He's a kid? Yes. Who knew? That means I've come to play. We are not toys, lady. We are people. I am sorry. We will leave you now. Please don't think badly of my son. He only came to play. It sounded like procrastination. Like somebody <laughs> forgot to write the ending and they had to present it that day and they had five minutes like, oh shoot, okay, uh, I don't know. And that's what they came up with. Hmm. Well, I... <laughs> now and especially then, the alien theme like i liked a lot uh, and, and there wasn't a whole lot of are you afraid of the dark alien episodes yes that so doesn't mean that. that this is great <laughs> no, because no, it's one but, of the only ones it's no, like but this it in 13th floor <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this uh, you think this is worse than 13th floor mm, 
It's definitely yep. it's definitely more ambitious. That doesn't make a good job. I, I the spider webs. I, I what they, is that about? They get stuck in these like super shiny it's a spider webs and different thing. No, no. <laughs> there's so many. It's just. It's awful. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just garbage. I did like, uh, I did notice that the score, so that episode was 1996, and the score was really close to X-Files, and I'm mm. wondering if that was mm-hmm. pretty purposeful, I since X-Files would have sure. been banging at that point. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> Probably um, their X-Files yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to relate. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't. And they failed. did an all right job of it, I think. Failed. Yeah, I thought I there mean, was stuff in there that... not amazing, but... <laughs> Enough Maybe that's why you two like five. it, because you're both obsessed with the X Files, <laughs> and this has, has to do with the aliens. Yeah, with yeah, probably has bias. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll be the level-headed person here and tell all of your listeners that this is one of the worst episodes ever. Right. There you have it. Yep. Right. Very good. Um, <laughs> My uh, my number two is another season five episode uh, told by Sam. Uh, it's episode seven of season five. It's called The Tale of C7. Um, this episode's about a mom who buys a cottage on a lake. Uh, and according to her sons, a very boring place. Or her son and daughter. Um, so, anywho, there's a jukebox inside. The jukebox makes uh, a World War II era girl ghost come from presumably the lake. Um, and it's mostly an episode about a kid fixing a jukebox and keeping his sister off a boat. Um, the myth, I, I looked at the time, the mystical part of the story doesn't really like kick into gear until about 18 minutes in. Um, there's really no monster or villain. It's just like one brief shot of this girl when the jukebox is playing, looking at him. Um, the poor pacing. It's one of the few, one of the few, are you afraid of the darks where as I was watching it, I was like, please just like, let's go. Mm. It's just really slow. Um, and I one so we noted the theme of a lot of the episodes are ghosts trying to yeah. find resolution. I noticed in this episode, the only time there was conflict is once the mom left the house, and that seems like a big part of Are You Afraid of the Dark is that parents need to leave the home. For, like, same thing with Unexpected Visitor. Like, parents have to leave the home yeah. for the thing to happen. Um, but in this case, it's not exciting. It's resolved in, like, one second. Uh, just thought it was boring. Mm. It was very close to making my list, mm-hmm. but ultimately didn't quite i think i like the setting mm-hmm. um the I, I like both the lake and the inside of like the house being kind of empty and just mm-hmm. the idea of them living in there empty mm-hmm. and and i like the idea of the jukebox like being the supernatural a like, really cool device but it yeah. felt like they just didn't yeah by the time they figured out c7 was the song the episode was <laughs> over yeah um yeah. this was... could have made my list but to be honest, I read the description and just didn't feel like watching it. <laughs> that tells you all you need to know. I know, so maybe I should have watched it. <laughs> that should it. be number one, I, I guess. Like, you I don't, even... you know, I was so burnt out at the end of that long week, I just... There are episodes like that, though, like this morning, where I was like kind of hovering over it, like, mm-hmm. should I watch it? I just can't watch anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Right, that was one of them. Okay. I think it may have come close to cracking it. It's pretty boring. Yeah, I believe you. Just the description yeah, was not a pretty, great one. pretty awful. Yeah. 
Okay, so C7 is my mm-hmm. number two. That means we're on to yeah, it's the worst one. <laughs> worst. I was gonna all say the time. best, but yeah, 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 the worst. We've yeah. been pretty different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I found that. yeah, that's pretty neat. What only jagged sign and uh, prisoners? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So far. And my, I mean, my number one is obviously from one of the later seasons because oh, I haven't named one. Obviously. So hmm. well, I I okay. said I had one from one of the later oh, seasons oh. and. Anybody so this will be different than attention. yours. <laughs> um, well, my number one, we've already talked about it a little. Hungry Hounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes! See, you were all worried when he gave you that look. Yeah. And, look, uh, there it no, is. I, was, I almost said, are you sure you want to have it that, uh, <laughs> that high? high? <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, just the worst. Especially as a kid, hated this one. Just yeah. offered me nothing. Um, I do. That's why I was surprised because you got really self conscious, and I was like, I swear, Andrew hated this episode. Uh, I still think that staircase looks cool when it's supposed to be coming out of nowhere or whatever. Um, Andrew's dying on that hill. Mm, yeah, you are. I like that one shot of the old guy. Yes, which was in a lot of like the the preview stuff. I yes. think where he's just Giles. like looking really ghostly and yeah. weird. That's great, but yeah. that's like two seconds of the whole episode. So it's, yep. Hard to save it. Um, just slow moving. Didn't make sense. There's gotta be another way out of here. I have to feed the hounds. Don't get strange on me again, please. They're trapped in there. Starved and it's all my fault. You listen to me. You are not Dora. You're Pam. It's not your fault. And it wasn't her fault either. It's that jacket. Take off the jacket. Dora. Listen to me. We're your nieces. You're inside Pam's body. Nonsense. I have no nieces. My brother and my sister are ten years old. Now I've got to feed those hands. Yeah, just an overall. It's all over poor. the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so season <laughs> nice. season one. Oh yeah, season one episode mm-hmm. uh, five. Five. Oh, pretty early on. Yeah. Okay. Okay, my number one. Is from season six. It is one of the later ones. <laughs> you just had to. But it is, it is so bad that I remember not liking it as a child. And it's the tale of the gruesome gourmets. Oh. It, it's just, okay. First of all, I got 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb, which Those last two seasons are all pretty low, though. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> it's about two brothers who think the new upstairs neighbors have a lot of strange cooking and eating habits that veer towards cannibalism. I like oh. that about it. I mean, that yeah. just the, that's a little intense for... Do you remember this episode? Uh, no, not oh, specifically. It's, it's awful. It is <laughs> repetitive. The characters are... Beyond obnoxious. Hello, young man. I'm looking for... Sorry, lady. Too late. A guy went up yesterday and never left, so he probably got the job. Oh, was he a rather large man? You mean Tubby. Yeah, I bought like you. The overacting is unbearable. It's not scary. And I know within the first 2 minutes of the of the show, you know the plot and you know how it's probably going to end. 
And then I wrote, never want to watch it again. I would watch any episode over this one. <laughs> that would be a good yeah. first worst, then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's... Well, you got, you guys have to rewatch it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I started watching some of the six and seven. I maybe watched three or four. And that's when I think I reached out saying, are we doing yeah. this? Because <laughs> I'm just going to have to undo yeah. everything I've done. I was, I was thinking about that, too. Because I have the first five on DVD, and then I have the Freaky Favorites DVD. Oh. And that's on there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I just could not not mention it. <laughs> it. It has to be said that it's the worst <laughs> of them all. Wow. Well, there you have it. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to check it out, though. I mean, yeah. Well, interesting, because my number one was not on any of your lists. Uh, well, I guess it could be a close call, but uh, my number one is from season two, episode three, uh, told by Kristen, uh, and it is... I'm not going to like this, whatever it is. <laughs> I know it. Andrew's on the edge of the seat. It is The Tale of Locker 22. Oh, oh man. And it is pure garbage. <laughs> Uh, so for those of you that don't remember it, a new French girl at school named Julie, which her being French has nothing to do with the story, but, Though, uh, it being a Canadian show, it was probably a... Yeah, okay. But they really, they, I mean, scenario. it becomes, like, a big deal that she slightly has a French accent, but, like, without ever really playing a part in the yeah, episode. Yeah. Like, here's this foreigner. <laughs> um, anyway, she gets the locker of this, uh, old dead girl named Candy. Um, one kid at school is nice to her named Chris. Um, and she starts seeing this kind of hippie looking girl standing by locker 22. Um, the girl clearly wants her to help in some way. Another ghost needing help. Um, there's a deranged, unhinged, PTSD riddled principal in this episode. <laughs> he is the scariest part of the episode. He is like unhinged on the kids. It's very unsettling. Are you complaining? No. Look, I've been here far too long to take grief from a transfer who's only been here five minutes. I'm sorry. This will be fine. Good. I said that's all! Both of you, my office, now! Did I say something about giving me grief, Miss Dufault? But, sir, I didn't... If you're a troublemaker, you've crossed paths with the wrong man! What are you looking at? Learn some manners. And now, Miss Warren, not tomorrow, not next week, now. But no buts. Miss Warren, now. Anyway, when she she eventually figures out, if she puts on this um, necklace. She'll go back to the night. 1968, they make that very clear because that's when the White Album came out uh, in the episode. They say that over and over. Uh, and so she goes back and, you know, it's that classic, what do you want me to do? Why am I back? And it's this, they do this like filter. It's like yeah. one of the only times Are You Afraid of Dark does this so it looks like you're in the 60s and the kids all seem like they're stoned and like <laughs> out of their minds. And it's really, it just has no pace. It has no tone. Um, the story is like a less, the lesser version of everything Are You Afraid of the Dark has done. The ghost. Okay. So the girl dies in an explosion, right? That's how Candy died because she was working in, on a science experiment. There was a hole in the Bunsen burner, Bunsen burner line, a giant hole, which I don't know how nobody saw, but anyway, 
so she, she died and her ghost looks totally normal though and i think one thing good are you afraid of the darks do is the ghost always looks how they died you know frozen mm-hmm. wet uh they take on the appearance of how they died mm-hmm. so she should have looked i think it could have been really good if she looked burnt or some in some way but she's just this hippie looking girl um oh and then it makes the list alone <laughs> For the the dialogue we have to bear from the Midnight Society of uh, Gary going, you know, uh, far out. And Kiki's going, like, sock it to me. Uh, it's just the worst. Um, Peace. Love. Duh. Groovy, man. And here. Whoa, sock it to me. Far out. Solid. Psychedelic. Um. Neato. Yeah, that's the first um, mention of the Midnight Society. Mm-hmm. Usually those segments are perfectly good. When the episode started, I'm like, oh no, I can't bear this. <laughs> Kristen walks up in her hippie gear, being real dramatic, and then she like passes out some stuff, sunglasses for them to wear. Um, anyways, the, the ending ends up being that... That's the other part. Does Candy, does Candy want her to fix the problem? Or... I think she wants her to find out what happened. Okay. And get that principal. <laughs> and get the principal who's still there. Yeah. Uh, you know, caught for, for his how negligence. Many, how many kids in Locker 22 have had to go back and do this? Well, you assume it might kill the kid to so do it. It's uh, the Chris, principal? Chris, Chris stops her at the last second, saving her. How many kids have gone through this? That's true. That's Candy's a, a murderer. Good, weird, morbid <laughs> aspect that I didn't even think of. Um, yeah, it's. Man. Oh, oh, also a seriously bad score. It, it, so it drifts from this, like, Indian hippie-ish music to this, uh, I'd compare it to, like, Renegade Virus, this computer digital keyboard-type music mm. all over the place. Pretty much the it's one of those bad type of episodes where the person, one person explains exactly what happened and what needs to be done. A guy who only appears once in the episode outside, they're like, hey, you teach here for 30 years, right? And he's like, yeah, it's like, what's going on? And the guy's like hear this yeah. <laughs> um bad acting it hits the it hits the trifecta Man, bad acting okay. bad directing right. unmemorable <laughs> bad pacing i really like a lot of things about this episode oh wow i like the 60s uh well no i don't like the hippie i'm not in love with the hippie like theme mm-hmm. but i like the look of the 60s when they go back to it um i like the school setting it feels like a really real kind of depressing school <laughs> Um, Everyone definitely hates their life there. Yeah, yeah. yes, I like that. Um, you like it because you hated school and you hate. That's it. You have this weird. Andrew relates. Yeah. Um, I, I like the principal. Like he's. I like. I mean, I like to not like him, and then he gets his comeuppance in the end. Like, that's good. Re- I mean, kind of. Finally, they catch him as the culprit of this. He wasn't like, doing it on purpose. No, he but apologizes just profusely. His, his whole attitude, though, led to it. You know? Yeah, yes, I can um, see that. I like the weird, um, like, necklace or whatever taking her back. Like, that's an interesting thing that they don't really do in Are You Afraid of the Dark in other episodes. <laughs> like, the uh, item taking you back there. Yeah. You know? that's, a, that's, that's interesting. I just... It te- when it was over, I... <laughs> I, I, the episode ended. I just literally said out loud, "Jesus!" Like, what? What was that? It was a. It was a. It was a PSA. That's what it was. A PSA right. for teachers to check their faulty equipment. Well, I agree. It wasn't even like a scary. It wasn't even scary. 
yeah. <laughs> like, like who was that episode for? The science teacher who's like, I haven't checked my Bunsen burner in months. <laughs> Uh, I think the big part of the episode was the main girl, like, just empathizing with her situation being in this school. Yeah. And going back in time is, like, just made that even more pronounced, I guess. That okay. feeling that All she right. gets. I I, I've never heard I'm Joe so passionate about anything <laughs> in this Crazy. entire podcast series ever. You really I watched like that it. episode. I almost didn't watch that episode because I went Locker 22. I I think that's probably a good one. <laughs> but I didn't really <laughs> remember it. Correct. And I watched it around midnight last night and I just knew immediately when it was over. <laughs> Number one. Nothing comes close. Unbelievable. It might have just been this whole week wearing on you. By the time you got to that yeah. one, you just couldn't. No, no, you're no. You looking at it with... <laughs> I watched a few others after and it did not evoke that emotion in me. Okay. All right. I, it's hard to accept, but I will. All right. So, top five, you know, some agreements, some disagreements. Yeah, bottom uh, five. <laughs> bottom five, yeah. Uh, so, let's do close calls. Uh, this is like, to me, the epitome of a close call. <laughs> <laughs> Tale of the Long Ago Locket. Ah, uh, huh. seriously so, considered it. It's a very middling episode. Um, it's the, uh, what's his name? from uh, Will Friedel? Yeah, Will Friedel. He's yeah. kind of a redeeming quality about Boy it. Boy Meets World, yeah. Eric. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like him in it. Um, and I kind of like the story. And what's, will you remind bit. me of the plot? <laughs> yeah. Um, Won't you? This kid's, <laughs> I think he's kind of like having tough a tough time in history class, and he somehow gets lost in revolutionary war time. Somehow? <laughs> I mean, he kind of just ends up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's walking by the woods. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and he ends up finding, like, an object, or, like, a button. A locket. Oh, a button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And finds out, like, what period of time it was from. It's a real history episode. It's re- um, revolutionary war. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The, Br- um, the British are in the woods. Yes. Um, of, and there's this girl that he likes... That eventually this all culminates in him, like, saving this guy that they thought was a traitor back then and getting the girl to fall for him. And yeah. It just feels... That one really feels like an after-school special type <laughs> episode. It, it really does. Yeah. It feels even differently made than yeah. all the other Are You Afraid yeah. of the Darks? Which is what kind of saved it for me because I thought it was well-made. Yes. But um, not, a, not a really fun episode. Yeah. I guess the lesson is, like... History can come alive. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's a Sam story, and her big thing is, like, objects, like, uh, go, going places through objects. And I like that part Or maybe of that's Kristen. I don't know. Shoot. I don't know. I like the history. I mean, I like the him going back in time. The supernatural part of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But All right. I think that's a solid, that's a solid close call. Yeah. It doesn't sound that good. <laughs> <laughs> Will Friedel is probably the best part yes. of it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> My close call? The Tale of the Renegade Virus. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. It's funny because I was watching this and Max, the whole time I'm watching it, I know this is definitely on my list, and Max is like, this one's good. Oh, this is good. <laughs> and like, he's right. Max had never seen it before, and he's loving it, and I'm just taking my notes, crapping all over uh, it. I, well, we, yeah. we great I one. think we both stated we yeah. 
thoroughly enjoy this one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, on IMDb, actually, 9.2 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Good, good you, rating. Yeah, yeah, people agree with you. And it is about a boy who enjoys playing pranks, goes too far one day, and is punished by being trapped in a virtual reality game. Okay. So I wrote, heart wrap my head around all of the plot holes. <laughs> the friend sitting in the same room as him doesn't hear him talking to the virus right next to him. Like what, he's in this game and he's talking to the person in the game, but he's not talking out loud. It's a game. He's not asleep. He's... Uh, man. Like... Are no, are... I, I know I'm right. You don't need to, like, try oh, okay. and argue okay. it. <laughs> they, they communicate via webcam. How is that even possible? He is in the game, sitting next to this kid, and now the kid is in front of the computer who's running the game, looking at the computer, able to talk with him from inside. It's just... It's unfathomable. I don't... <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. You're saying an uh, episode with a walking living virus this just doesn't make... <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, he's, he is in he's in the game. I get it. Yeah. He's in the game. He is not at all outside in the real world. So, so we think, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because, oh, the end, he pops out of the garbage can just as glove. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's the sound it makes. And the one thing I hated, he... He has two minutes left, so he runs from the school to all the way home, and he still has tons of time. But that morning, he made that same friend late for school because he took his bike from that same house. I don't understand. Well, when he has two minutes left, he's in the game, so he can guess that time is moving differently. You can't guess it because he's timing you in the game. Yeah, but you it's two time. minutes of game time. That could be any, who knows what time that is in the real world. Like, how much, how fast time passes in the real world. That's such a stupid argument. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, then why is this kid even worried at all? Because he could be like, oh, two minutes means ten minutes. What's the difference? Well, he doesn't know how fast. I mean, he's still trying to hurry to I'm get sure there. I'm sure he's getting he an can... idea of how slowly it's he might moving. Even, he's in really the game, though. He might fully. even be able to think his way back home, you know? If he would, don't you think he would think his way back home while this thing has him tied up in a chair? Yeah, yeah, okay. He's slowly gaining his in-computer powers, I guess. Oh, now there's in-computer powers. Well, see, this is the thing I hate about it. It's just, it doesn't It sounds like it should have been sense. your one. There's no... You know what? I just get passionate when Andrew and I disagree. Yeah. And I could just... I could go on and on when we don't agree on Did something. you appreciate the virus's performance? The one thing, it, the only reason it's not on my bottom five and it is the close call is because I do remember as a child that moment where his hand is that, like, port. Yeah. And he's getting closer and closer <laughs> yeah. to the kid's hand. That that was pretty spooky. Yeah. So that's why it's my close call. That that's all great. it has. It's another problem with it, it though, that that dangly thing is his hand. Because he's been like using it the whole episode to but type he's, things. Again, yeah, he's in game. But like right. that, can... yeah, that I I let it go. You'll let that slide. <laughs> yeah, because it's virtual reality. But... Right. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Well. I, I. What about that um, enormous lock on, on his, his bike? bike? Oh, it's <laughs> so funny. That's a great <laughs> sight gig. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> didn't, I mean, didn't make it any no. better. Okay. Uh, I love it. I, I, I think mean, that's it's literally what episode. it did. I'd love to watch Andrew watch it uh, and watch him giggle at the giant <laughs> lot. 
<laughs> I'm still in favor of this podcast just becoming you and Andrew doing verses when I read the dark. <laughs> That's true. If there's another one as bad and outlandish as that one, I'd like to. I'd like oh, to verse Andrew on it. Maybe not quite. As well, you just listed but... five that you thought were. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the virtual reality thing. Oh, what are there? Uh, uh, are you afraid the darks do virtual reality? Uh, I mean, Penny pin, pinball wizards uh, kind pinball of. Wizards. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Well, and I like maybe. pinball wizard. Yeah. Me too. Oh, I don't know how you feel. That. I do too. <laughs> I watched it and I thought I like this too much. There's no way it could be on my list. Uh, well, my close call is this will be the only one mentioned on all three of our lists that is the tale of the hungry hounds um deserves it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like get too deep into it here i think we've hit it pretty well it's boring doesn't make any sense at all Mm -mm. um yeah yeah. what do you think (laughs) i have a question what do you think about that staircase that comes out of the attic window Uh, I have to, if you want me, you want an honest answer. I know you want me to side with you, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my honest answer when I was watching it is like, wow, that's really a nice production design. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, I, I Cause it's kind of, it's very dreamlike that like this attic has mm-hmm. transformed to this grand staircase outside. There's, you know, the mist, mm-hmm. it's well shot. Um, the Ouija board's not bad. That whole Ouija board segment. Although that doesn't make much sense either. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this was, I don't think we mentioned it, but this tale was told by Kristen, and it was her first mm. story. Um, so she failed. She, <laughs> She's just starting out. Uh, and the <laughs> one thing that saved it for my list is I did think the acting was pretty good in this episode by the girls. Yeah. Um, the girl who played Pam, the main the main girl, her name is Mia Kirshner, uh, and she's become a pretty well-known actress. She was on the series The L Word, 24, uh, and recently on Star Trek Discovery. Um, mm. So... I believe it. That she monologue. Better things. That monologue was very boring, but pretty, oh, pretty yeah. good. I did write down that part of the climax of the episode was a girl in slow motion <laughs> dragging <laughs> kibble <laughs> to, to the house. <laughs> like any of any episode that ends with someone dragging kibble as the climax <laughs> is not a very good episode. Um, but uh, okay, well, I thought yeah. maybe just as fun to talk about those, but they're yeah. still really well made. I, even yes. like when I hated it. You know, I'm, as I'm watching Locker 22, the worst episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, I, uh, I still, there's still stuff to appreciate about it. None of the stories are necessarily garbage. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Uh, the acting is often lacking, but yeah. I can overlook that usually. Yeah. Well, you gotta watch my and number so, one. Sometimes it makes it interesting. Maybe not in this case, but... You gotta watch it. Yeah, gruesome gourmet. Yeah. yeah. I think Justin, our uh, listener, Justin, has recommended that we go back and take a look at it. At that mm. one? He, I think he said that one. If I'm remembering correctly, he said that that one he thought was a better version, like a wet. It had like that wacky feel of Full Moon, but he said it was better yeah. than Full Moon. Wow. What? <laughs> I'm just conveying. <laughs> I had Full Moon on my list because I'm not a big fan of that one, and I agree, it does have that real wacky, like bizarro thing yeah, going on. That, that yeah, look at Andrew, Andrew's like, oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's, then maybe Andrew will love this one. Maybe I'll watch it. I I tried to find YouTube comments for these, and I I couldn't really find no, any. They're real yeah. difficult. But one person did write on Gruesome Gourmet. He's like, this is my ultimate favorite one. So wacky, <laughs> so different. I thought about trolling him, but I didn't. I just, I let it go. Very mature of you, Melissa. 
<laughs> I let it go. Wow. You're the bigger mm-hmm. person. I, I did find, this is so off topic, but there's some kid that does video reviews of all the Are You Afraid of the Darks? Mm-hmm. So I was looking at the comments on these, the episodes that I wrote down to see what if anybody was commenting on the episodes. And one person does just constantly comment on all of his Cutter's Treasure <laughs> Review Cutter's Treasure, like, every single time she's just, she's trolling him and wanted him to do Cutter's Treasure, which is, I mean, that's a pretty good episode, I guess. It's not. (laughs) Well, it wasn't on your list, so we'll let it go. Um, I like things about it. Cutter's Treasure? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he got to it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. That is funny. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Uh, well, we're going to call, uh, for the first time, uh, her name's Tara, and she's like one of our oldest, longest listeners, has been uh, really loyal, and uh, she's a really, she's a, she's a supporter of uh, Blimp Magazine, which uh, we were lucky enough to be involved with uh, in the first issue that just came out, um, and so she has also been supporting that magazine, which is put out by the Nostalgia Society. Um, so we're going to give her a call and get a... <laughs> I'm excited to hear yeah. more episodes and uh, hear her For thoughts. Sure. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hey, welcome to the Big Orange Couch. <laughs> Great to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We've been talking our least favorite, Are You Afraid of the Darks? We hope that's what you want to talk about, too. Oh, oh, I do. I do. <laughs> okay, um, so how do you want me to do it? you want me to start from my top five and work my way down? Yeah, that, yeah that's cool. Five, five on down. Okay. Um, so my number five was The Tale of the Closet Keepers. Ah, yes. Season <laughs> From season four, did anybody have that one? We didn't, but I heavily considered it until uh, Manaha made its way onto my list. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. um, Oh, boy. I feel like a lot of these episodes on my list, I almost wanted to ask if I could just pick an episode from, like, each season. So, like, pick a bad episode from, like, the first season, the second season, because I just felt like, the last two seasons are going to have like a bunch of stinkers. Agree. It was yes. going to be very un. It was going to be very unfair to see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Only. Only. Um, only Melissa broke the rule for her number one. <laughs> I didn't know it was a rule, but <laughs> I did break it. Yeah. Oh no! Did you pick a different? Did you pick a Tucker season? I picked one from one of the later seasons. Yeah. Oh uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my problem with a lot of these episodes on my list was when I was going through like the list name, like the episode names, I'm like, I don't remember this episode. Like what happened yeah. in like the closet keepers? And then I was watching it. I'm like, is there even a closet in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know why it's called the closet keeper. Yeah. 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 And, um, it, it reminded me a lot of a twilight zone episode mm, yeah. where I feel like they do a very similar Thing. It was just kind of meh. Just a meh episode. Right, yeah. Yeah, there is no... Cl- it's like a big kid's playroom, right? I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guy's not very scary. He just is pretty much there to explain things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, the, the lead 
character in it is deaf, which yeah. is, you know, yeah, different. That. But and, yeah, yeah other cool. than that, like, yeah, like nothing really, I think, interesting really happens. This is a meh, meh yeah. episode. That's a yeah, good sure. pick. Yeah. Yeah, strong pick. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, for number four, I had the Tale of the Carved Stone ah. from season three. <laughs> oh, no. We, <laughs> we haven't discussed it, but I think there's differing opinions in the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody have that one? Keep in mind it's a Sardo episode, so Andrew's getting all <laughs> melty. Oh, no. Well, I, I mean, I considered that. I was just like, he's in that, and I like that character a lot, but I would definitely say it's a weaker Sardo episode. Oh. What do you think? Oh, I love it. <laughs> he loves it? It's just yeah. like, okay, new girl in town. All right. Make any friends. Okay. I respect you. <laughs> in a Sardo shop uh, and get the stone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the and the uh, creepy guy lurking is just he's just not quite scary enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, no. I, I find him quite frightening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that actress either. That that girl, the main mm, girl yeah. in that episode. Mm. Yeah. So I think that partly has to do with the two. I agree. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Um, so my number three was the tale of the Manaha. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Sounds like that was also on your guys' list? Uh, no, just mine. <laughs> oh, just yours? Okay. Yeah. That was from season, season five. Um, yeah. and, and again, like reading these titles, I'm like, I don't remember this episode. And I watched it. I watched it last week and wrote it down. And then this morning I was like, wait, what happened in that episode? I don't even remember. I'm yes. like watching it last week. What happened? Yes, a bad sign. <laughs> so, just, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, what did, go, what did you ahead. think of the creatures in that episode? Was there a creature? <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a <laughs> touche. <laughs> yeah. There was like a like a Sasquatch thing, right? Yeah, I thought, I thought. well, see, this speaks to the uh, quality of the episode. I thought there were supposed to be a couple in the woods, but maybe it's just the same one running from side to side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and we didn't... And I don't think the... Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think, you know, besides the the Sasquatch thing in the woods, I don't know if the um, the spirit of the Indian chief ever comes back. Yeah. Maybe one more time, like towards the end. Yeah, one I don't more. even know if he's supposed to be the villain. One more either, time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of unclear too, because he's warning them <laughs> at the same time. He's, yeah, like terrorizing them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so my number, my number two, was. The Tale of Badge. Oh, Badge. Oh, Badge, yep. I, w- I watched that one. I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I kind of um, like Badge. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, I like the way the guy oh, looked. Yeah, he was so scary and creepy that I, d- I didn't consider it, but I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, he, um, I just didn't get it. Like, he talked like Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> He kept saying center wind, which I couldn't pick up, like, what that was supposed to be. Like, what is, I never, I never quite knew what a center wind was. Yeah. And it has that same actress from the Card Stone episode. Oh, so, really? Which one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which actor? Um, 
the character name in The Tale of Badge, she plays a character, a girl named Gwen. Oh. So she's the main girl in yeah, yeah, yeah. Badge, and she's the main girl in The Car of Stone. Okay. Oh. She can't make friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's having a tough go of it between the two episodes. Yeah, she's in two, two bad episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one, what did you, what did you think on that one? I was, I was considering it for top five. I lo- I did like how Badge looked, but overall it's a mediocre episode. I think. Yeah. 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 He did say the Setterwind thing the whole time, and you're like, what the hell is it? <laughs> like you, you yeah. just, they, they wait too long to tell you what's going on and what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, well, well hit us. Number... Yeah, hit, hit us with it. <laughs> All right. My number one is the Hungry Hounds from Seattle. Yes! <laughs> See? <laughs> it's, nice. a, it's a clean sweep. Now, it wasn't number one on everyone's list, but we've all mentioned it in some mm. way. So wait, what did you guys number one? I missed that part. It was, uh, it was so my what, number one. It was my, I think my number three or four, it, it was on my list. And it was my close okay, call. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um... <laughs> When I when you guys sent me the list of things you're going to like discuss for October, and I saw the worst "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episodes, that's immediately what like. I ha- hungry hounds. I that's ha- gonna be my number one. I, I have to get hungry hounds off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tara, like, let it out. Thinking, like, <laughs> like even thinking thinking about the episode, like before I even rewatched it, I was like, so what happens? Like nothing really happens. Like the girl gets possessed <laughs> by her spirit of like her dead aunt she's got to go see and I guess everything's okay in the end yes I don't... right yeah. it's a happy it's ending so. one, oh yeah there? she gets to ride horses her mom lets her <laughs> ride horses yeah dreams come true yeah <laughs> um, that, yeah, yeah so that... like it's just yeah it's just a very mess like I don't think anything happened Right. There's too too many too many elements to it. I thought <laughs> that none of them like kind of connected together really. Mm-hmm. Right, right. What did you think of Giles? <laughs> <laughs> I was I didn't remember him. Yeah. Until you... I rewatched the episode, and I was like, "Wait, what's this guy? Who's this guy?" Like... <laughs> Blink, and you'll you'll miss him. Yeah. yeah he yeah very small amount of screen time. But his mm-hmm. face, I think his face, we didn't mention this, but I think his face was used on those, like, snick covers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So I that's think. A, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, did you, oh. ha- did you have a close call? Ooh. Um, I made a list of other episodes that I considered, I don't know if I would call them, like, really close calls. I did have the vacant lot. Ooh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Jagged sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, that comes uh, up. Yeah. Andrew and I both mentioned jagged sign. I just thought there's only two I listed. Yeah. That I considered, but then I watched them. I'm like, okay, yeah, they weren't like that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah. Interest. I think a very solid. I don't think there's anything on there I disagree with. No. No. no, Definitely Mm -hmm. all horror episodes. (laughs) I'm happy we got a Sardo episode on there. No okay. vink, no vink episodes. That's true. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Because he's not in any bad episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm still fighting my verses from last year. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, really, really cool. Now uh, we we've never talked to you before, but like, uh, what is kind of your relationship with '90s Nickelodeon? Um, we've kind of known known you casually through social media, but uh, what is sure. it about '90s Nick that you know you kind of love? 
yeah, I mean, I grew up with a lot of the shows you guys talk about, and it's kind of fun to hear, you know, other people reminisce yeah. about it. Um, I have very similar conversations with my my close friends about, you know, Refrain the Dark and yeah. other Nick Nick shows. Um, definitely all my girlfriends and I are really big Pete and Pete fans. And mm, very good. I think we... Um, <laughs> You, we uh you keep good company <laughs> yeah well like a few years ago polaris played a show in chicago and yeah. a few actors from p and p do a podcast and they did a podcast like live recording before the show oh cool the polaris concert and my girlfriends and i went out to chicago just for that so yeah cool that's really yeah, cool yeah so we, cool. like, we like we like p while we have you any feelings about halloween mm. like it or dislike I, it Oh, I love Halloween. It's my favorite time of year. Yeah. Nice. So do we, of course. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any um very yeah. mem- any very memorable costumes? We've talked about that a lot last year and a little bit this year. Uh, any costumes you, growing up, really remember fondly? Well, it's funny because Melissa, I remember last year she talked about being Belle during the snowstorm yes. of like 93. <laughs> uh-huh. And I remember that snowstorm because I'm all, you know, living in Ohio. And I was Cinderella that year and had this very same experience where I had to, like, put a coat over my dress and, like, no one's going to know who I am. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I was so upset. Yeah. My, I hated my mom that whole night. Wow. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Um, and uh, perhaps... Perhaps we won't be strangers, and we'll we'll talk again. That'd be great. That would be awesome. I'm always down to talk about Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, so good to hear from you. Yeah. Have a happy Halloween. Thanks. You guys too. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> thank you. All right. All right. Thank you. See ya. Thank you. Bye. All right, bye. Well, great hearing from Tara. Yeah, uh, that was great. List that was great. It was nice to hear another female yeah. perspective. <laughs> yeah. Even on yeah, Halloween. She had that same experience yeah. as you. That's yeah. weird. She didn't have Renegade Virus on her list, though. Yeah. If you do, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andrew. <laughs> um, well, uh, we are not done talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark for the month, so we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it. Um, but in the meantime, what are we talking about next? Next week, I think we're going to talk about one of our personal favorite shows, <laughs> Cat Dog, uh, with Cat Dog You Love. <laughs> the, even the title tells you exactly what you're in store for. <laughs> yeah. uh, that'll be fun, though, I think. <laughs> the last one was pretty good, despite the episode being... No, I mean, it's, I think, as even with this episode, talking about... It, I haven't even watched it yet, so I don't know if it's bad, but... Um, Let's just assume it's bad. It's fun to talk about. Yeah, bad stuff. yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that'll be good. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying Podtober. Uh, you can reach us or contact us on Twitter at BOC Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean and iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. That's really helpful. Uh, or tell a friend. That's good too. Um, hope you're all having a good October. Yeah. Melissa? Yep. Thanks for joining us again this month. <laughs> Always a good time. <laughs> I love it. We'll see you guys on the next spooky episode. Bad ideas.
Beware. The Manaha have returned. 